Well, hello, everyone. We just want to start this bad boy off by giving a shout out to our favorite bag company, Dragon Bags. If you need a new set in your life. I do. Do you, Sean? Yeah. Everyone does. So why don't you just go over to Dragon Bags with a Z dot com and grab yourself a set. Code BigAsp12 will save you 12%. We're about to review three different sets of bags in this episode. We're getting to their Ripper series. The Ripper. The Ripper. Ripper. Sorry, a little congested. It's it's hard to say just the R, but Ripper. Um, So stay tuned and hear how great these bags are. If you want to become part of the Dragon family, Again, go over to Dragon Bags with a Z. And we're a lovable bunch. We really are. We are, I mean. And a good looking And really, really good really looking. Really good looking. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So head on over to Dragon Bags. Grab it. Drop code BigAss12. Get her done. Cornhole it. Big ass cornhole We hope you throw it straight. All right, welcome back to yet another episode of the Big Ass Pornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are with you as always. What's going on, man? You know, I'm just, uh, it's just dawning on me now that the episode numbers are going to be easier to remember for the next couple weeks. Yeah, for real. Is this, um, okay, so we have like show sheets that I typically type out. Yes. Is this the first one I've gotten right in a long time? 100%. Right? I was so Every time you're always like two or three off. (laughs) I'm just like, it's somewhere around there. I just forgot to change it. Yeah, it's like 180 (laughs) something-ish. Like, we'll we'll look at it before we post it. It's fine. Don't worry about that. Yeah, episode 201, man. We survived. Um. It's it's kind of a, it's going to be a different toned episode, I think, for part of it. Um, but before we get into anything else, yeah. right, Dane, do what you do best every single week. Let the folks know what we're drinking in our favorite segment called What You Drinking? Ho ho! What you drinking? Miller Lite. Yeah, it's a Miller Lite kind of wheat, man. It's just something like home. I'm just, you know, familiar. Recovering a little bit. Yeah. I've been under the weather, so. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Just, if I got you sick. Uh, dude, I think it was just a collection. Everything's going around right like, now. I mean, it's like, my like, whole office is sick. Yeah, my so kids like, were sick, yeah, too. Dude, like, it's just been, sick. yeah, it's been kind of crazy. I it's finally, time of year. I think I sound better than I did last week. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm pretty much, I think, I feel like 85%. Yeah, like, I think I mean, I'm, I'm right around good. there, too. I'm yeah. just congested. Like, it'll, it'll go away soon enough. Can't hear it in my left ear, but thanks, Texas. I get that, um, but that's, that's Miller Lite, tried and true. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, so, I mean, if you don't know, it's a delightful light beer. It is it's made by Miller Brewing Company. It is. It's it's uh, it's a light version. Yeah, it's delightful. So get some Miller Light. Yeah, nectar of the gods, the beer of America. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! But if you don't, if you're not in the drinking beer mood, one of my favorite drinks is coffee. Get out of here! What? And I love cornhole. And Dane, you're not gonna believe it. There's actually a company out there called Cornhole Coffee who is blending those two things together. Shut. The door. Right? It's crazy. Get out of town. Yep. And, uh, well, I mean, if you're listening to this, it's going to be in November. So you're going to miss out on the chance to grab the chocolate hazelnut. But let me tell you, oh, my God. Nutella yeah. fans rejoice. It was a they're, great they're start to every it. morning. Oh, yeah. It's Just great. around the house. Um, but in all in all reality, right? So I like we like being sponsored by Cornhole Coffee because it's kind of what we've always wanted to embrace on the show. The Cornhole community, along with small business, it's really one of the main reasons we decided to continue with the show. That's how Cornhole's become to be. If you want to support us in any way, man, keep supporting our sponsors. And we love everyone that listens to the show because you guys are awesome. If you haven't tried it yet, now might be the time. The holiday seasons are coming up. If you know there's a coffee lover in your life, check them out. It's not just a Cornhole like company, right? Yeah. If you have any coffee, it's high quality stuff. My wife even drinks it yeah, and she's a coffee snob. My okay? wife drinks it too. And she is also a snob. That's so what I'm saying. So like it, I truly stand behind this. So try it out. Go to cornholecoffee.com. If you use code big ass, you're going to save yourself 10%. It was 5%, but I made the mistake and said 10%. So he's just that kind of guy. Hey, guess what? It's 10% now. And you might listen. We always give out free hugs on the show. So Jonathan, he'll, he'll give you a free hug too. Why not? Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Good time. But yeah, cornholecoffee.com. Use code BIGASP to save yourself 10%. All right. So this week, we have more audio gold coming to you all. Uh, we have bags reviewed uh, mm-hmm. to review today. Dane kind of hinted at that early in the episode. We have the Ripper series by Dragon Bags. So we're going to finish off the newest lineup of Dragon Bags and go with their uh, Ripper lineup. Um, we have more dramatic readings, some more serious than others. Uh, we have a slew of random topics to cover. But before we get into anything else, all right, we're going to bring you what's going on in our cornhole lives in a segment we call In and Around the Hole. Are you too good for 
Brought to you by Blackjack Hornhole. All right, we've been starting this movement for a few years now. Stop throwing ugly bags. If you put a Blackjack Hornhole bag in your hand, it's going to put a smile on your face. And your opponent's not going to like it because you're going to start playing amazing. It's science, really. Throw something that looks good. Your play is going to be good. You can do that by going to blackjackhornhole.com. You get free shipping, amazing customer service. It's a no-brainer. And if you use code BIGASP, you're going to save yourself 10%. So go grab your hug from Troy. Place your order at blackjackhornhole.com. And don't forget to use code BIGASP to save yourself 10%. Do you ever find yourself or call yourself an outsider? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, just um, I feel like a lot of the cornhole community feels that way. We're a bunch of black sheep, if you will. Yeah, we are. I mean, really, if you think about it. Why not Why not swoop on by over? Even in the sports world. Exactly. <laughs> swoop on by over at Black Sheep Baggers and join the movement. Join the cult, if you will. We're all a little bit, we'll say extraordinary or just odd. I thought you were going to say black at heart, but sorry. Keep going. We are black at heart. We are. That's, that's true, too. But we're all black sheep at the end of the day, so why not head over to Black Sheep Baggers Dot com. Get yourself some great bags. Code Big Asp will save you money at checkout. So get yourself some bags over at Black Sheep. Uh, so this past week, yes. I threw a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Wednesday at work. You know, it was my time before work to throw. Uh, put some time in. I have my own set of Power Dragons I'm slowly trying to break in. Um, and I've been throwing uh, Inferno. I've been throwing just a little bit of everything. Um, we do have a regional this weekend. We do. So I was trying to... Throw a little bit, just kind of. I, I think, I think we're gonna play doubles at least, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, double. sure. I don't know if I'll play singles, but I would like to at least play doubles. Uh, see how it's going. But we'll be up at the Cleveland Regional this Saturday. We're gonna be doing a lot of the live commentary again this year. Hopefully, I'll be able to attend more events this year than I did last year. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to kind of partner up this year with Cleveland Cornhole again, do the commentary, and uh, I'm, I'm excited just to start playing, even if it's just once a month, just getting back into the regular routine of you know playing in a tournament. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's something to look forward to for Cornhole's sake, too. So yeah. I always enjoy regionals, um, even though it is like the toughest competition and we typically don't fare very well at no. them. Um, it is nice to see kind of the heightened level of competition, though. Like it you is. really see people hone in and well, see and some I, great cornhole going on. I mean, I'm going to register for competitive. Oh, 100. Yeah, no. Like, I I'm just, not I'm not open. Advanced, I'm not advanced yeah, anymore. I'm, not I'm just not. Level. Now, listen, if we end up doing well, which I don't expect to happen, no. if we do well, then I'll move up. But, like, right now, like, I'm not, I'm not an advanced level player you, anymore. You never face not. competition, and I'm in a weekly league where we're getting waxed. And, uh, yeah, I just don't, like, I, I know where my PPR is at. Okay. It's not quite at that advanced level. And cool. I think we'll do just fine and competitive. I think so. It's not like we're running away with it for sure. Um, okay. So this is where the episode gets a little bit. Um, I don't want, I mean, I guess darker for a second. Unfortunately, um, we had some pretty crazy stuff happen this past week. Um, on Wednesday, October 25th, um, in Maine, Lewiston, Maine, I believe it was, yeah, Lewiston. um, By now, pretty much, if you've listened to this, I'm sure it's been all over everything. It was basically the biggest story in the country. Um, The lone gunman came out, and uh, I think he was ended up being 16 dead, um, bunch injured. Um, But it hit personally home in the cornhole community because at one of the um, bars slash restaurant that um, the shooter went into, it was hosting a cornhole league. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to read that that account. I did, man. It was haunting. I had, I'm so glad now that I didn't take a picture of it because I was going to screenshot it and I was considering like, man, do we read that? Cause it was so powerful, but I'm happy. Yeah. I don't because like, those are his words, man. Yeah, like, it, exactly. I didn't feel, and I was going back and forth with this and I'm like, when I got home, I'm like, if it's still there, I'm going to take a picture of it so that we can talk through it, whether or not we thought it was a good idea. I was leaning towards the same with you. I yeah. just, but I felt like. It was a, it's a powerful moment. And if I, if you didn't have a chance to read it, I'm sorry. I know he's since removed the post. Um, but a guy gave a pretty crazy recount of what was going on. I thought it was weird Dude. that when he removed it, he removed it today, but he posted like two or three days I ago. Mean, I think there's probably some triggers there that maybe some people just politely asked, and which is fine. I completely understand. I, I totally get yeah. yeah. It. Um, um, but it was I, I he wrote a it. firsthand account of exactly what happened. But he wrote it brill- brilliantly. Oh, it was great. I mean, it was very well written. Yeah. Um, wasn't overly dramatic, stuck to facts. Um, didn't try to, over like no embellishment. over exactly yeah yeah word of the day well done 
No, I was that's no what I was thinking. I'm yeah. like, what is the word? I, I'm I for? got you. Yeah. Swear we're bros, man. Um, I can't begin to say how sorry I am to for the main community. Yeah, it's um, uh, it is heartbreaking. We have a loyal following up there. All right, one of my favorite behind the scenes dudes that I talk to in the Cornell community is John Clark, leader of the Maniacs. Yeah. Um, just an awesome dude. Uh, he was actually the first person I hit up when I heard something was going down. And again, I'm not, I'm a geography idiot. Maine's a pretty decent sized state. Is, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was like, which like, club it happened. So I just reached out. I'm like, Hey man, like hope all is well. Like, just let me know if there's anything I can do. I didn't know. Like, I just want to make sure you're okay. And he reached back. He's like, man, it's crazy. He's like, this, it was at a place where 40 of our shooters. He's like, I wasn't there tonight. So, yeah, um, that's just uh, kind of a crazy thing. It's very crazy. I, obviously, every victim, um, like you've, I, you feel for their family, right? Like, uh, I mean, it's I just... really struggled making the post the next day because I, I wanted to post something, but I hate reading the thoughts and prayers posts because it, it's, it has nothing to do with the person that's making the post at all. It's more the fact that this keeps happening over and over and over again, and thoughts and prayers are not enough anymore. No, I mean, like they're, when they're when really is not. some when is something actually going to happen? When is something actionable going to occur that is going to make some sort of changes? I'm not saying that I have all the answers at all, but something needs to be done because like this kind of stuff just can't keep happening. Like I have kids in the world now, like and it's super scary. Like absolutely, like yeah. I I we've really had serious conversations about like not to get too serious on this show, but like we've thought about like homeschooling my daughter because I'm like. Dude, like, I don't know, like, with how crazy everything is now, I don't know if I really want to mess around and send her to school. It's, uh, it's, and I would have never time. thought that. Yeah, it's, a, it's a horrible time in, in the world right now. Just to, the fact that you can't feel safe even going to school. Like, you can't go, or you can't go, go to, to your, like a league night with your buddies. I know, man. You, it's going to be on everyone's mind and it's just kind of, it's a senseless act. And I, I can't, I can't tell the main community how sorry I am for, for, for everything that happened. Um, if we can do anything, please let us know. Yeah, just reach out. I did want to give a shout out to one of the victims. All right. And the only reason I'm giving this guy a shout out is because he was a loyal Patreon member and a supporter of the show for um, the last like four years. He was one of our favorite dudes that would come on these happy hour calls with us all the time. Uh, Peyton Brewer Ross. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, man. It's uh, it sucks, dude. It's like I. Because obviously weird, they, like, it's they were hard. announcing like, we're the victim five names days after this happening, and like it's still hard to wrap your head around it all. Okay, so when they obviously weren't announcing the names, but when yeah. I did see his name popped out right away to me, I'm like, don't say that, man. Like, and yeah. I went, I saw someone who tagged him on Facebook, and then I went and I confirmed on Patreon. So he was a loyal Patreon member. So I want to give a big tip of the cap um, to Payne Brewer Ross and his family. And if there's anything, um, I'm going to be reaching out. I'm trying to find a direct contact. But again, I'm trying to also show some level of respect. So hopefully, um, John Clark, if you're listening to this, I, I shot you a message today just reaching out. Obviously, I know you're crazy busy. If you do happen to listen to this, please reach out. There's, I, I want to be able to help Yeah. Um, in some, we're, in we're some ways. I'm willing to. So oh, yeah. let us let us know how. And, right. um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just... Uh, there's no easy way to segue away from this, right? There's not. Um, it sucks. Hey, Frank Years got interviewed by someone. Before I get to that, real quick, <laughs> I do want to say, um, score Holio, the, the whoever thought of the idea, oh, to register for, to register for, that, for tournament. that tournament, that was fucking brilliant. brilliant. I love that. If there's nothing else, like just a good show of support, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I know you you signed it up through the podcast. I did it myself. I had made Amy sign yeah. up for it. Like, it's great. Yeah, we just kind of went ahead and donated. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, um, you'll I, if you go to like Addicted to Cornhole. Search main score Holio. They're going to have this tournament still floating around. I'm sure it's still open. I mean, if you haven't done it yet, it's free. Yes. Just go click and sign up. It's a show of support that we're here as a community together. And I thought there were, that was kind of like a beautiful way to remember like a tournament director kind of thing. hundred percent. Yeah. So, all right. So transitioning away from this, like uh, not an easy thing, but I was, Scrolling something like cut the tension or something. (laughs) I was uh, scrolling through Facebook the other day and an article popped up and I can't remember if someone shared it and it was uh, Frank years. He is the um, owner president of the ACO, right? So a name that people who have listened to our show, they're familiar with just because we've talked about the ACO before Uh, he was interviewed by sports destination management. I don't know if they're a website or whatever, but it was like an interview that they had down yeah. with a, one of them. 
And there was just one thing that when I was reading, and I read the whole interview, the whole thing was pretty. It was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty basic softball type questions that Frank has been around the game long enough that he's he's done these sort of things. But there was there was one little little snippet in here that I saw that I wanted to actually get a direct quote. Let me find it. Oh my goodness. Sean's Here it is. All right. So it. the question was, how many events does the ACO put on per year and how many do they draw? Frank, Frank's answer is we put on over 40 events nationwide. Pretty impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty good for a year. The majority of our major majors bring in between 50 to 700 players. And there are three big day, three day festivals. Our world championships are bigger. <laughs> so did you spot where I had an issue with uh, 50 to 700, 50, to 700. Yeah, that's it's a, a pretty, pretty broad wide yeah. fucking range. We'd even say like 150 to 700. Yes, fit off a little yeah, bit. We know like, it's really checking your You don't shit, have to right? say 50, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, you could have been like anywhere from like three to 700. Mm-hmm. No one's going to question that. I'm like, all right, yeah, that sounds yeah, about right. Sounds, sounds yeah, it sounds solid. real. But <laughs> you don't have to be that honest, yeah. man. But, I mean, now I call him bullshit on you getting 700. If you got Exactly, 50, that's what I'm saying. Like, with 50, like... <laughs> It's a big gap. Sorry, I, I'm not trying to poke fun. I just I read the article. I thought it was decent, but this was one section I read. I'm like, fifty to seven hundred. That's kind of a pretty big gap there, man. I mean, that, that What's your level of success? Of those, must be one of like the Montana ACO tournaments or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, and they yeah they have majors, which there's like fifty of them a year. So <sighs> yeah, there's so I feel like every weekend I like log on and there's I can't keep up. I, that's why I stopped like, trying. I, yeah. I just, people ask us all the time, like, why don't you guys do more ACO stuff? I don't understand it. I don't. I, I'm right there with you, dude. I feel like there's a tournament every week and eventually there's this King of Cornhole thing and they get to wear a cape and a crown. And I know it's like the best of the best. And yeah. I knew Tanner Halbert won some big cash prize right before he came to the ACL. That's about, that's it. Like, I'm just very confused with how it all works. Anyways, not to go. The crowd's ACO pretty sweet. Tangent. Though. So have you checked out slash heard of this new Cornhole Stats website? Cornhole um, DB. Cornhole DB. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, Pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot of information. It's a cool tool. So clearly, who, this guy, I think it's Noah, his name, he's got to be pretty fucking talented at writing code, I would imagine, right? I mean, you have to basically come up with some sort of AI I mean, bot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's more... Pool. Uh, AI stuff, but still, like if you, he's ahead of the curve on. So would you consider like software engineering or something? Or yeah, this is out of my world of expertise. Clearly, perhaps. I mean, it's not my expertise, but um, super impressive. I mean, the amount of data he's able to bring over to the website and tracking everything. Yeah. So, did you happen to see the post that he made today? I did not. So I thought it was kind of interesting. So what he did was he analyzed all of the stats, right? Um, let's see. So he decided to take everybody's record from like all the data that he has. I think it goes all the way back to like 2015 and then take their wins and losses and then calculate the SPR, like their overall SPR for every game that's ever been registered right across all platforms. And, uh, he listed the top 20 players in here. Have you seen the list yet? I mean, obviously no. Okay, I, I pulled up real fast because yeah. I want to. Um, I want to make sure that I'm getting. I thought I had whole thing. Boom, it's reason post. Okay. Um, okay, so he said I decided to run the about eight hundred thousand ACL singles games I have cataloged on Cornhole DB through the approximate SPR formula used by Scoreholio, all right? So these are all ACL singles games. Yeah. And then he's ranking them with the best, what he's going to call, like, the the new SPR, all right? Their, their SPR. It's ACL-SPR. Isn't that what they're calling it? I guess. Yeah, it's the SMC. The power ranking or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so who do you think would be number one? Number one overall... In singles last year. This is going all time from 2015 oh, to now. All time. All time. This is 800,000 matches logged by ACL software. With ACL? I mean, you would think it would be like Graham or something. So Jamie Graham is ninth. Okay. So Jamie Graham is ninth with what his score would be uh, 77 point. 
four or five with a 79.5 win percentage, pretty solid win percentage. Yeah. I just, I don't know the, uh, so I believe if I can look back just a second, I believe he has, he came up with a post on how he thought the overall SPR. So let's see. So basically the approximate approximate formula for SPR is what he's guessing it. It would be is basically take the score differential and then the SPR differential, and then you have a multiplier, and then you're multiplying that by like the SPR difference and dividing it by a really large number. So basically, you're taking those three, the th- the three things, and he's going based off win percentage, plugs it in, and the number one overall ranked player. And I was super surprised by this, um, Ryan Trader, rookie, he has the highest score of eighty point five three. Number two. Mark Richards. So, but you just named two guys that have not been in the game that long. So it's crazy, right? So, so their you, sample size is so, not that big. So that's what I thought was interesting. And they so joined I'm, the game when cornhole was a better sport. And interesting enough, it's remember this is only ACL stuff. Yeah. So at number eight on the list is Jeremiah Ellis. Jeremiah Ellis only has 140 ACL games logged compared to somebody like a Matt guy who has 1,011 games logged. Matt guy is ranked fourth. Jeremiah Ellis is ranked eighth. Yeah. I mean, so to me, I think you almost have to take into consideration win differential def too, right? I mean, it has to be something with that. Or if he's basing this off of SPR and he's taking, and hopefully all these people have an SPR going through, but with this new, with this metric, so let's see. To recap, these rankings were generated by running about 800,000 ACL singles game through an SPR-like formula. So I don't know what exactly, because SPR uses a lot of SPR spots. So unless you give everyone a base score, like how you would with score, you'll start off at 50, right? Is yeah, that how it works? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. And then you go off. So the, I'm assuming that. that's what it would have to do. Everyone's starting at 50, and then you're running it all through there and then coming out with the best score. So I guess it yeah. would make sense. Um, other surprising names uh, in the top 10, Sammy Soto at number seven. You have Tony Forbes. Interesting. Okay. Female makes it top 10 list. Number five, Cheyenne Bubenheim. I believe that. I'm trying to see if there's any other. So, and really, so if you look at the top 10, I would say there are probably three names you would be surprised to see on there. Right. At least Um, like Sammy Soto, phenomenal, good player, but ACL wise, like you wouldn't think that's what I'm saying. Like their sample size is so small that they're, they're able to jump that score up because of their big success early. I think so. But if you look at like Soto's win percentage, Soto's win percentage is 72.8. He's above guys with like Kyle Malone, who has a win percentage of 79. Um, a guy like Jason Rubin, who has a 78% win percentage. So it's not just winning more matches. It has to do, it has to do it's with overall, bigger like, correct, against, bigger win against yeah, harder opponents. Harder it opponents, has to be. Yeah. So like his quality of win is just exactly. higher. Yeah. So Ryan Trader's at one, Mark Richards, two, Tony Smith at three, Matt Guy at four, Cheyenne Bubenheim, five, Jacob Gore at six, Sammy Soto, seven, Jeremiah Ellis is eight. Jamie Graham at nine and then Tony Forbes at 10. Yeah. I mean, in the, in rankings 11 through 20, there's really no surprising names. Um, I would say perhaps the most surprising is Blaine Rogier at, at 11, but everyone else is a who's who you have Kyle Malone, Ryan Windsor, Justin Burton, Jr. Alex Rawls, Damon Dennis, AJ Sims, Alan Rawls, Jason Rubin, Devin Harbaugh. You know yeah. I mean, like you, I, to me, you'd make a bigger case of like Devin Harbaugh's ranked, 20th. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how is he not top 10? Um, it's, it is a really cool website. If you haven't checked out cornholedb.com, it is just a stats. If you want to go nerd out dream. Yeah. Love it. See some cool. You stuff, can go like, back. And so I think one of the cooler functions I've been messing around with a little bit is you can go back and take Matt guy versus Jamie Graham. Right. And see what their matchup, what their scores are like head to head. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. It's going to be great for betting. Has potential. Noah has potential. Think it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of potential. There. A lot of potential. A lot Think of. about it. Okay. So you want to do the bag review? 
And it's not just making them smaller, they completely reshape them. They make them more supple and symmetrical. I gotta catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Let's make a move. Well, this bag review is brought to you by gnarly boards. All right. Let's get gnarly, Sean. Yeah. If you are you in the market for new boards? Are you Always. asking yourself, like, hey, it's Christmas? I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking any more new boards, or maybe someone in your family wants to get into cornhole and Listen, we've talked about it before on this episode. The first thing you invest money in, not bags, you get yourself a good set of boards. And if you want to start your cornhole journey off right, you can do the by or going, help someone start their cornhole anybody, journey. Anybody, any cornhole journeys, you can Christmas start off is around the corner magically by going to Gnarly Boards. All right, if you go to Gnarly, I think it's gnarlybags.com, use code BIGASP and you're going to save yourself 10%. The level, so when we get sponsored by board companies on here, we have to stand behind what it is, 100%. right? Cause obviously people are trusting us passing on their information. Their boards are very solid. They're used all over the Cleveland area. And now we're trying to get them known because their quality is good enough that it should be shared with the world. Yeah. We don't just stand by them. Our fat asses can stand on them. All right. They're solid. Wow. Right. Wow. I know. Built gnarly tough. Exactly. How about that? <laughs> How about that live read? Wow. No, no free shout outs. How about that? <laughs> All right. So go to gnarlybags.com. Use code big asp for 10%. Get off. some sexy boards. Let's go. All right. So we got dragon bags up again. All right. Pew, 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 pew. And so we already did their gripper lineup. All right. We did that like two, three weeks ago. Today is the ripper lineup. So Indeed. the Ripper lineup is all their slick, like their fast bags or their go-go bags or more controlled bags, right? So we're going to rip right through them. Um, do we want to just start in the order you have right now? Sure. All right. It's fine. Um, okay. So the first one we're starting off with is an old love of mine. <clears throat> if you are an OG fan of the show, you will know that once upon a time, I was pretty much, I want to say first two years of my like competitive uh, cornhole career, I played with a set of... Dragon Bags Inferno. It was and the first bag I remember picking up and just being like, how can you throw this thing? It is disgusting. Like, it was just <laughs> covered in shit because he would throw it so often. But it was the first, like, true butter bag I mm-hmm. feel like we ever had. Because I had gone, at, at the time, we were throwing primarily Reynolds stuff. So it was carpet. Yeah. And I that was before, like, when we were first learning, this was... I want to say this was like right as we started the podcast, right? So we were kind of learning about bags. Yeah. And I, I just, I didn't know that there was such a thing as like a faster bag out there to go throw. And then Maddie King out of fucking nowhere, sent us bags. And from then on, I was a fan. Well, we should say Reggie. Well, Reggie. Yeah. Well, Reggie and <laughs> Maddie contact, together. But, yeah, but we, uh... I fell in love with the Inferno. Like I found like, oh, I'm just better at throwing faster bags. Like I don't have to work as hard and like, there's no kick and it's super hole friendly. And, I fell in love with. I still have that bag locked away in my special set of bags. Meanwhile, I was going the opposite direction. Correct. How can I find a slower bag? (laughs) Yes. Um, So, with that being said, this is the Inferno C. All right, their new improved Inferno bag, and um, yeah, they hit another hit nail on the head, man. Uh, The problem with this bag is that the 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 template is just so good. Yeah, it it really is. It, It feels it plays huge on the board, but it feels small in your hand. It does. It expands very well. This is primarily a flat disc fill, which again, I think is smart for a long time. I think that cornhole companies were kind of fighting something. There's a reason that so many people that throw a faster bag, light flat, like flat, flat disc, disc yeah. because it, it really takes a lot out of what a bag does, yeah. which for somebody that's trying to simplify it and just hole hunt is something you want. You can still get this bag to cut both ways, you just have to throw it at the right angle. It just takes a little bit of a touch. Yeah. But on the slow side, I would couldn't. Uh, this is definitely like a, a go bag. But with it, with humidity, this bag does slow down quite a bit, and that is important to say. Uh, we talked about it last uh, before when we went to the Alec Brown tournament. Yeah. We were considering throwing this. We were. This ended up being slower than the Power Dragon. It, it was, yeah. So on faster boards, the slick side plays like a seven. Um, slick side plays like a nine, mm-hmm. right? Um, on in humid conditions, this will slow down all the way to like a five. I would say. I agree. And yeah. the slick side, it stays pretty tried and true, eight nine, right up there. But again, for me, it's the template that makes it. Um, Dude, I, it just feels. I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, everyone knows that they make great bags. It feels like a cat. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. Right, it, like the way that it sits in your hand and stuff. Like, I mean, first time I felt this in my hand, I thought I was holding. 
your frictions. This is about, yeah, I was going to say this. Well, this is about as close as you're going to get to like a cat three. Yeah. 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 This would be pretty damn close to a cat three. Um, again, like the template and the, the craftsmanship on the closing seam and the outer seams as well. Like, it's just very nice. The seam is it's small. It's high up. You don't get like this big pucker thing. The bag plays great. The printing on the bag is beautiful. Um, the slow side is like the widow. So it's not reversed. So it doesn't have the waxiness, which is kind of nice when you first get it because it does break in a little bit faster. Yeah, it does. I tend to like the reverse side of a widow better, but be- only because I don't, I don't think it holds up in humidity quite as much, but this breaks in super fast. It's really whole friendly. If you are a guy that's looking for something like an all slide, um, you want to do, you're just going whole hunting. You're going to find yourself really hard pressed to find a bag that's more whole friendly than the Inferno C. It's been their big, it's been one of their best sellers for a long time for a reason. Um, yes. Dragon bags, Inferno C it's uh, still found a special place in my heart. And rightfully so, man, it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, I, I always used to hate throwing your Infernos in a time when I couldn't throw fast bags. Now that I'm pretty much throwing that. Um, yeah, dude, this bag, I find myself throwing it more often. Um, I, I I thoroughly enjoy throwing it. I think it's a great bag. Um, love the template for this uh, little design here for stock. Yeah, oh, I, love I think it's design. pretty sweet. Like yep. um, all in all, man, great bag. So I believe we have like the Arizona flag version of the Inferno C right here. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite colorway. Obviously, I'm more of like an orange and brown kind of guy, but you know, you get that. Yeah. Um, but all in all, yeah. I mean, the printing on it's really nice. I mean, the the level of printer quality that we're seeing, not just from Dragon, but really across the board. Across I think the board, man. Everyone's stepping bag, there. Yeah, bag manufacturers yeah, are starting to realize, like, oh, if the bags look nicer, it, it is a better product. It, it, it Does it make it perform better? No, but it just it's still sweet yeah. to throw something better. We talk about it every single week. If you're excited to throw it. Design-wise, I'm, I'm going to go 98. I like the new I like the new logo. I think it's very smart. I think it's it pops. The colors really burst on this. I'll join you. I like 98. That's a good score. Where are you going performance-wise? I'm interested because now that you throw faster bags. Yeah. um, Dude. Yeah. I mean, I really like this bag. I'm, I'm going 86. Yeah. This one right around where I'm going. I mean, it's no lie right now. Like I'll, if I were go to a tournament, I would have Inferno C and I'd have Power Dragon. Those yeah. would be my two bags. I would just Same go here. between those two. And just depending on how I'm feeling that day and the board conditions, I'm just going to pick one of those two. Yeah, Inferno C is very high up there for me. Right now, I'm going to give it I mean, 88. Okay. The next one. The next one. The RNA. Another oldie but goodie, man. Yeah. Little, uh little revamp to the template. Can I can I have an on it? Can I tell can I admit something real fast? 100%. So the first time when he gave us the RNAs like the DNA and everything, um I it was fresh off of a league night where we threw the DNA and I threw like pretty much a big piece of shit. Yeah. Like just did not throw well. So I from from then on I always kind of held a grudge against that herringbone type slow side, yeah. that material. I held a grudge and I'm I'm here today admitting that. <laughs> I held a grudge for a long time. This feels different. Yes. We were fortunate enough to get a completely broken inset. When this stuff breaks in, my Dude, lord. Butter. I I was throwing this bag so well in warm-ups. Yeah. I almost I'm like shit, do, but I know I threw those I was throwing this better than you were. Yeah. So we decided, okay, let's not throw this in a tournament. But yeah, I threw this thing so well I couldn't believe it. Slick side. Um, it's obviously, it's my favorite the yeah. Viper slick. It's Viper a nine, slick. you know what it's going to be. It's the same thing that was on Inferno C, but the slow side is a herringbone pattern, but it's not the, the standard herringbone that we're all used to, like on a BG wizard on, uh, an X WTF X-ray, yeah, you know, any of that stuff. Herringbone that you can print yeah, on. smaller and it's way faster. Yes. So this is going to play pretty consistent speed across the board at like, can we call it like a six and a half? Uh, yeah, right? I would definitely call it All that, right. yeah. So like six and a half, it's like right between certain materials, plays really well. It cuts nicely, um, very hole friendly. It just kind of has a different feel. Like it almost gives you, gives you that sense of like, oh, I have a carpet bag in my hand. Yeah, but you don't. But it's lightning. Yeah, it's yeah. way faster. So you pick this up, you're like, oh, it's going to be like typical hair. No, it's, it's a little bit faster than that. It uh, doesn't tend to hang up though. No, this like thing other will, if it's, if it's touching the hole, it's going to drop it. Well, and it, it pushes really well. Yeah. Like there's not a whole lot of that, you know, static friction. I think up a lot the of that has to do with the, the template of it and how 
It just kind of feels a little chubby. It does. Okay, but so it's it not just really well. It's yeah. not just me. This does feel fuller yeah, it just than the Inferno for the energy. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell. I couldn't Neither. feel if there's a different fill in it. There it might feels be like it though, slightly. Or do you think it's just the materials itself that's it making could it just feel be like the that. materials? I'm I mean, with you. I th- want to say these are both universal blend. I th- I want to say they're both just flat disc. Yeah, this one it would might make have sense. a little bit. In it, it would make but... sense for you to keep all like the Ripper series. Can you, can you with grab one? the exact one that I'm holding right here? <laughs> like I a... have it like singled out. Is that flat disc right there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it? Okay. I couldn't quite feel. I, th- I felt like it was like kind of that bullet shape. It might just be like that one though. Maybe that's what makes it special. That one little bead. <laughs> no, I think it's just flipped. <laughs> no, it's mostly flat disc, but yeah, really nice bag, man. Good, good, uh, good template. Nice high closing seam. This is a bag that if you buy it, you're, it's, you're not going to worry about it breaking. Like they're really well made. You know, they're going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, slick, like six and a half on the slow side. Nine on the slick side. If you're looking for something, you want some speed, but maybe just something that can rein it in just a little bit, but it's going to stay pretty consistent. Uh, RNA, is, it's been around for a reason. It's been a favorite for a lot of guys. I thought that uh, Lang, who is sponsored by Dragon, I think he used to throw the RNA almost exclusively, and he right. was yeah. pretty damn good with it. He was, so. he was very good with it. So be like Lang and throw an RNA and uh, be, become a pro. Why not? Um, but yeah. Design wise, I'm digging this. Dude, I it's love black this a lot. with the green and just fucking pops. pops and then, yeah, yeah, uh, hundred, hundred for me too. I love that print. And the nice thing is, you can print on the herringbone. Yes, which is one of the telltale signs that it's not the yeah, carbon. It's not, it's not the the herringbone you're all used to. Um, uh, performance wise, I'm gonna go. I'm going 86. I threw it really well. And again, that's how I have to judge a bag. It came out of my hand really nice. I was able to do everything I wanted with it. So yeah, I was a big fan of this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going 84. Okay, still still a great bag. Um, I just prefer two others in the lineup. I got you. I'm assuming this was your favorite of all of the uh, the Ripper series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. You want to take this one? Sure. Yeah. I mean, so uh, we have the igniter. Yep. Um Again, another, I feel like this Ripper didn't series. get any hype at all. It really did when it man. came out. And like they kind of snuck it in there. They, they did and. To me, it's just uh, at the height of this type of material. Yeah, it's got it's got that surefire slow side on yeah. it that you know what you're getting with it. It's a great great speed. It sits at like a five. Humidity can go down to a four, but you know what you're getting with it. Um, this guy is a little bit chubbier than your typical um, surefire, but I love the template of this. I think it's got just enough of a corner to make it a push bag, but it's also pretty damn rounded too it just it comes out of your hand nice it has a nice fill again i think it's pretty much all that this one's got a blend to it um i feel like i don't know it's tough it just feels like there's a lot of fill in it again i think it's because the slow side is just a little thicker like i really do think that's what's making the difference because i feel like this and the rna are pretty are pretty close fill wise like in my hand, like yeah. how it feels, like how much I'm grabbing and how much is left over. I feel like it's the same. I think it's just the slow side. It's just a little bit thicker. It's almost getting like that a sensation yeah, that it's no, thicker. Yeah, for sure. But, but the reason I like this bag. one a little bit more is because it is that much more reactionary. Mm-hmm. You can it does. get the cut a little bit more to it. Um, yeah, I mean, fast side, it's got um, another tried and true. It's basically that game changer fast side mm-hmm. on it that's going to just stick around right at a nine. So... Um, yeah, it's a great push bag, good bag to clean up with. Um, love it for airmails. This might be my favorite material to airmail for some reason. I, I think it just grips the hole really well and drops down for me. Um, so all in all big fan of it. So we got a lot of shit last year in the, um, bag contest, best of the bags, right. Yeah. For putting this material on the slow side, right. This was on the slow side yes. of the bracket. I, I and again we're this is on the Ripper series uh, speed wise, I think you start at like if it's fast boards like a six. I think it's somewhere between a four and a six mm-hmm. on the slow side. Um, on average, most of the time you'll see it like listed as a five. Slick side is like nine. Um, it plays really well. The problem is, I threw the other one so well that like this one was just a little bit slower when i throw slick bags i'm in that mindset yeah. i want to throw slick bags 
This is what I would have put this with how I throw with like some of my carpet. Yeah, this friends. is a, this is to me of the slick back world. This is a carpet bag. Yes. Like this uh, is the, in the slowest. Slick. Yes. yes this correct. is the slowest of the slick bags. Correct. Which Agreed. there's not as many carpet bags out there. So that's why we had to throw these. Yeah, I feel like they're just the not slick. advertised right now. Yes. I mean, they're not as popular. People, everyone wants carpet. They all want to do this. Or herringbone or, yeah. yeah. I mean, herringbone is carpet now. No, it, it is. No, exactly. Carpet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a hybrid. It is not. Um, we'll show you hybrid carpet. Yeah. Um, Power drag. Um, but big igniter. Go, Very nice solid bag. So design score. We have yeah, the this, Melissa Lambert first annual scholarship tournament. Um, like an anime kind of? Maddie King loves his anime. I don't know if this was Maddie King though, because. Is it? I don't oh, know. It says or is that just creative? Yeah, but is that just for the design of the back? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but regardless, we know Maddie loves like anime he does. characters and stuff, and um, but it still prints really well. It's not <laughs> it's not my cup of tea for a bag, but I mean, I get it. It's for it's for a tournament, so yeah. Um, all in all, I mean, I'm just gonna give this one like a, a 95, but it prints beautifully on both sides. Prints well, I mean. Yeah, I'm not an anime guy at all, but it's kind of hot. Yeah, I'm not either, I but <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's kind of uh, hot. Sort of give me a, hat and give a me, Yeah, give me a 90. Okay. Uh, Performance-wise, I like it. Again, this is something that for a while I was throwing this material a lot, and then I just realized, like, oh, hypercarpet just works. It's just smarter for me to yeah. throw. It's a little bit, you know, just stays a little bit more consistent. But for a long time I was throwing this, and if I'm – I don't know how to explain it. There's certain times that like I throw and it's typically in non tournaments. Like when we're at Brandon Graba's outside and I'm just slinging, I feel yeah. like I can't miss and I want something slower. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I want something slower. I would love it then. But right now where I want something just like a half a notch, a little bit faster. If the boards are fast, this will, this will play fine for me, yeah. but I do have to take that into consideration. I'm going to go in 83. Okay. Now for the folks at home, I just want to describe what Sean was talking about. That's called, Sean throwing when he's like 10 beers deep and isn't scared. Yeah, man. And he just actually throws it. Um, just wanted to give you a little shot there. Ask Yeti and Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired. Shots fired. No, um, I mean, it, was I know, fun. It, was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, but for me, I'm going 89. I like it. Um, yeah, it's pretty much number two in my, my arsenal right now for the, Hell yeah. the Dragons. So all in all, another great series of bags. So heck yeah. All right. Sweet. We want to want to do the dramatic readings. Sure. In a world where being bags have brought men to their knees, social media serves as sanctuary for keyboard warriors. Time for the dramatic readings. And in a world where D bags are around every corner, don't you want to just come well equipped with some in hand? So why not go over to Big D Bags and get yourself equipped? Come on now. What goes better in your hands than Big D if you're a big ass follower? So do yourself a favor, get your hands on some Big D's and go over to BigDBags.com and uh, get yourself some bags. Again, don't be a Big D bag. Just throw them. Ready? Addicted to Cornwall. BCS. It's important to never give... It's important to give newer players the credit they deserve when they throw fire and or pull off an upset. Even if it is you who they beat. Give them kudos for their hard work paying off to keep them hungry and coming back for more. Getting beat by somebody that quote-unquote shouldn't beat you once in a while is not going to kill your overall progress, but being mean and condescending could make newer players walk away for good. Red heart, blue heart. And I comment, ACL Pro Steve Schroeder comments, I try to be condescending as possible and get them to quit. I mean, if they beat me, even if they shouldn't have, that means they could beat me again. If I get them to quit, I won't have to worry about that. You gotta have a plan. I... Loved that comment. 100%. That is where I'm at. Beautiful retort. It was, it was funny, and no one was like, oh my God, that's so serious. How and like, dare you? Cancel him. How dare you? Yeah, he's having fun with it. Um, that was our boy, Brian Cornhole Schramm, just dropping 
stuff because that's what he does. He got an Aspie last week and was just feeling himself, so he dropped that. But it really what caught me was the comment. I'm like, I had to take a picture of this, yes. but I felt like without the context before, it wasn't going to work. But shout out to ACL Pro Steve Schroeder. We need to get him on the show. Yes. I feel like he'd be sneaky good. Just that one comment alone. Yeah, he's like, on. As long so as he's he on my radar. Two hours to type it, he could definitely come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, you want me to go to the next one? Let it rip, bud. Okay. Addicted to Cornhole by Dustin Call. Where's that dude at that said Tony and Mark was going to win everything and Team BG didn't have anything for them? JBJ and Logan took open one, and Big Fish and Gavin just took open two. Hashtag bad gods. Hashtag BG or go, go BG or go home. Hashtag BG on top. A lot of hashtags. Lots of hashtags. Like, that's like... I, I make fun of people that like the hashtag hashtag dramatic readings hashtag addicted to cornhole hashtag um, it's two opens like who gives a flying fuck like honestly <laughs> I'm like, kind of there with you I mean like, it's uh, super no, I early get season, it but, exactly exactly um, no one's no one's discrediting what those boys did in the first two opens it's just did like, Tony and Jacob win an open last year I don't think they did. I, I, I honestly, I'm trying to remember back. I don't, I, I feel like they maybe didn't they play did. many opens together. Well, that's what I'm saying. Opens are when all these guys play with different partners anyways. Yeah, they want to like play I, with their buddies and see how it goes. Like I get somebody's just trying to call them out and stuff. I get it. But like, we're not, they, they shouldn't say that. Like, no, I don't think anyone's claiming that like Tony and Mark are never going to lose. Has the season really started until there's a national? Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's the most important. We use opens to gauge who's playing well going into national one. Yes. If you win, uh, has there any, but I would love to know this, the winner of open one, have they ever won a national that year? Um, honestly, I think, uh, didn't JBJ just do that last year? I, I don't know. I'm honestly asking. I think he might have. I it, thought it might he be. won. Cause I feel like, the first national was not that late in the season, and it was like right after the first it was open. Jan- or it was yeah, January, right around there. Yeah, I, I feel like it was like the first open was okay. right around then or something. Or, but or I know he won like the triple crown right before the first national. It's different this year because the first national is not till what? Dude, isn't it like April or something? Yeah, that's what I think. It's something yeah, it's, it's ways late. out. Yeah. So it's, I think that Mark and Tony are going to do just fine. I don't think an open is anything. And again, those are those can just be weird, man. Like opens and traveling and who knows how seriously we're taking it. And we know what they're, we're going to get out of them. Now, the two teams that he also listed off are also two of the top five teams in the ACL. Yeah, so no one was surprised that they won. Yeah, I mean, opens. my goodness. <laughs> and if you haven't checked out our TikTok, like you need to go check out the warm-up techniques by Logan Chamberlain and Justin Byrne Jr. And it's going to completely Pretty change awesome. how I warm up for a game. Pretty awesome, yeah. I'm clearly uh, not doing it right. We love those guys. Okay. Absolutely. I thought this next dramatic reading posted a really interesting question. So I know you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Do you want to read it? You, I'll read it. You want to read it? Yeah. Okay. So he posted a good question. I think it's pretty good. Okay. Right. All right. So Dick DeCornell, Justin Craig. <laughs> Strategy question. Score is 19 to 20. You have a terrible level 18 block on the front right corner of your side of the board. I feel personally And one bag in the hole. (laughs) Your opponent has three bags in the hole. Do you block with your third bag in front of the hole and hope he board slash uh, back blocks with his last bag? And then you have to push slash drag to take two bags, hoping for a 10-10 wash? Or do you go in with your third bag and hope he misses? Outside of not being terrible and misthrowing your first bag, what would you do? Man, I feel personally attacked right now. A level 18 block is like one of my specialties. Yeah, I mean, hey, at least you made it to the board. It's true. Like sometimes <laughs> I like to I like to call that uh, whenever like my partner throws a bag at the front of the board, I'm like, hey, it gives him something to look at because <laughs> I'm not going to pick it up. <laughs> so I think the important thing is seeing the score, right? With the score being 1920, obviously, listen, giving up, is he, I'm assuming he's – Losing 19 to 20. Yeah. So he can't give up one point. Exactly. <clears throat> if he, so let's see, your opponent has three bags in the hole. 
Oh, well, then, oh, man. If he has three bags, yeah, I don't think he's, saying that he's sitting. He's sitting four on nine. Then you're going to give up points anyways. The only way, so he has to be up twenty. So and what so he's what he's he saying, can't give up two. No, no, he's it's it's nineteen to twenty. He's losing. Yeah. What he's saying is he's got one on and one in with his third bag ready to go. He's already made all three bags, so he has potential to get two more bags in if he can force that guy to miss his last bag. So his thought process is: Do I block with my third bag and try to go for the big shot to just wash it at ten, or do I put my third bag in and fingers crossed, pray that he misses? I think in that situation, so I misread it. So he he still has two bags left himself. Yes, he's asking what to do with that third bag. I, in that situation, you have to block. I think it also depends on how the games. I think there's a lot of things to kind of play out. How is it played out? Is that his first round of the day? Like to well, me, no, not if it's nineteen twenty. I know, but maybe you've been sucking too. Like I don't know. It's more like, do you trust yourself to let's hit say that push this is, shot? In let's that say game? this is high level, not ours. Yes, I know. Let's say this is. I'm high saying level. what's going through my mind. <laughs> I think at high level, the best strategy there is you have to block. Yes, because you, you can't trust just leave. Your ability. If he's already put three bags in the hole, what's one more? Because then, all, even if he then leaves it short, like then what you're going to have to either roll over it or shoot an airmail. You're going to have a lower percent shot, yeah. but I think you almost have to block and hope that if he decides to back block that he screws it up and actually leaves you a bumper and you're pushing yeah. in. I think that's honestly, or go for like an airmail drag. But if or you're kind talking of elite level and you already have your, your nine, you throw a block up. He's I'm just going to Well, or, or clear it out. They should just clear it out. Yeah. They just go right through it. Yeah. But I think you have to force them to go through and hope that they kick off. Yeah. They kick or off, go for yeah. an airmail miss. If he hits the airmail, well, you suck and you're going to lose anyways. Exactly. You so shouldn't like, have thrown a fucking to me, level it's, it's 18 really, block. I mean, it's a double-edged sword. I think you, in this particular situation, though, to answer the question, I think you have to throw a block there. Yeah. I think you throw a perfect V block level one, two. Make him, gotta go make him make his decision. If the guy is feeling his airmail, he's going to rip an airmail anyways. Yeah. But he's already poured three bags in the hole, so what's one more going down the middle? I think what you middle? really do is step all the way out, get real low, and try to ride that bag all the way up. I mean... Bring it up from that level 18, all right? <laughs> I will say... Uh, one of the, I don't follow a lot of people on TikTok, but Blaine Rogier posted a video on TikTok. Oh, I saw that one. Level eighteen, like yeah. literally, like a level it was eighteen. Disgusting. And he, hit, it was disgusting. Like the way he was able to work that bag into with two bags. I don't bags. even know how he had enough room to I, hit the board either. and slide it up. It, like it was, it was disgusting. It still makes no sense to me. Yeah, somebody reposted it on Facebook, and I saw it. And it yeah, was, uh, pretty crazy. I was very impressed. Pretty crazy. Well, so we had, um, so that was the dramatic readings for the week. Yeah, um, we had some drama today. Yeah, we're not, we're not out of the woods for the. Dramatics though. Yeah, man. So it's so weird. So like last night we're pretty much wrapping up and we're, we're having like a content night, just trying to record stuff that we're going to post throughout the week, getting all that stuff situated. And you came across the, that little funny video and we're like, Oh, we should, how can we use this? And that's really what it comes down to. We, we find something that we find funny and we're like, how can we kind of apply yeah. it? Right. What a lot of content creators do. Absolutely. And we, the, I can't remember which one of us thought of it, but we're like, Oh, it'd be kind of funny. Like if this was Chucky love, yeah. And, and then like, he's always late. And then we're like, okay, but like, how do we, we want to add more to it. So I'm like, well, how about you act as a con, you know, tournament director and yeah, com- it yeah, it was funny. It was sense. funny. Okay. Because it's true. I don't care what anyone says. And it, it, it's only funny. And people were only laughing at it because they, they kind of know him. He's kind of known as being like this awesome dude that Brings awesome vibes to the party. He's always walking around with his boom box, has a drink in his hand, and everyone like just knows Chucky it, Love. It's part of his But he's charm. also chronically late. <laughs> yes, it's part it of his charm. Wide, it's well known. Look at the amount of pro players in that list that laughed at that. They laughed because they know it's true. Yeah. Okay, let's it's not. Because it's this true. is not a shot at Chucky Love. <laughs> I, I love and I respect Chucky Love a lot. Like, I think he's a phenomenal player and he's been a big cornhole advocate in our area. 100%. This was not a shot at him. This was a, hey, we can all laugh at ourselves because, like, this is you to a T. Yeah. We got such an, a, a shit storm this morning. I have no idea, still to this fact, what everyone is so butthurt about. I, again. I reached out that... to Chucky saying, listen, I'm sorry if you took it the wrong way. This was pr- this was 100% in jest. And, like, it's only funny because it's kind of partially true. But if you want to come on the show to clear the air... By all means, this had nothing to do with 
And I think this is where they're all getting butter. This had nothing to do with like the, whatever happened between him and Brian at Rock Hill. Right. Yeah. They had nothing. This had nothing to do with that. I don't even want to bring it up again, but like it had nothing to do with this. That was not part of our conversation when we came up with the video. We were like, oh, this is it kind of reminds us like Chucky Love vibes. How can we apply it to Chucky Love? Oh, well, he's always late. Oh, we'll post at the top like what Chucky Love's doing, like preparing for match. Like, no, no, it's better. Dane be a be a conference. We we talked through it and we're like, oh, it's funny. We posted it instantly. People were laughing. All right. We're good. Go to bed. Happy. And then people start sharing it in the speakeasy community. What the fuck? First of all, <laughs> Seriously, no, no, I'm being, this is fucking bullshit. We've had you guys back for a long fucking yeah, time. The, just... the amount of shit that you guys sent at us to say, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, and I'll was, be, uh... listen, let's make this very clear. I didn't know how fired up I was going to get about this, but we're going to go this direction now. You got I'm fired. Gonna, we're going to be at the Cleveland Regional this weekend. If you have an issue, please come over and talk to us. Don't be a keyboard warrior. Let's have an adult conversation. How about that? Because I honestly want to know what the fuck everyone's so butthurt about. It was funny. It's only funny because it's partially true. And if Chucky Love is late for one tournament this weekend, I'm going to give him shit. Yeah. But again, we have nothing but love and respect for Chucky Love. We've spoken very highly of him for the last four years on the show, giving him light when nobody else is. Yeah. We're shining the light on him. So if you took it the wrong way, Chucky, again, like I said in the message, I'm sorry. It was meant out of love. We thought everyone could laugh at themselves, but I'm not taking the shit down just because people are, but until somebody can give me a good reason why they were so upset about it. And if that's the case and you want to tell me about it, come find me at the Cleveland regional this weekend. I would love to hear it. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's not like we're going to stop supporting Chucky. No, it's not going to stop our love for Chucky. Like, no. So again, I don't get why people got so upset. Um, I'm going to learn to learn to laugh. At, I'm going to buy Chucky love and, a beer on Saturday and hope that this is all moved on. And like, yeah, and again, I, just, I found it ironic that it wasn't Chucky that was coming at us, but it was all these other people saying it was classless. Like, in what first of all, if you're gonna come at us and you're gonna try to like be smart and call me classless, at least learn how to form a motherfucking sentence. Let's start there. Okay. Yeah, let's just then, start there. Yeah, and then let's uh like let's leave like the Bible talk out of it too. Yeah, like, what I mean there's, what there's, the hell? there's no room like my, yeah, and my first faith of all, has nothing to do with social media. Well, and first so of all, like if you're if that's the, where you're coming at with me, you you should probably go a different route because yeah, I can I mean, give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. Let's put that out there. We Anyways. also we're well versed in it. Went through Catholic grade school, high school, and college. No, so, I just I mean it's uh, it was a busy fucking day at work, and it was bullshit that like I didn't want to have to deal with, and I didn't want to have to go back and forth with Chucky in a message twenty five when I'm double booked all day. Yeah. Trying to explain to him like, dude, like this was meant. I mean, like I just no, remember, like, will. you and I like just message each other, and I'm like, dude, what is up with people being dude, could not believe upset it. by this? Like it is really not could not believe that big it. of a deal. And my thing is. The longer you watch that video, the funnier it gets. Like I could not stop laughing about that, and I still laugh at it. But apparently, it's I, hilarious. Apparently, I'm a clown. It's uh, you're a clown and you're classless. I mean, I guess we both are. But um, listen, I'll wear a, I'll wear a wig this weekend. So fine, I'll be one, in the clown. I got one sitting right back there. Yeah, well, I might bust. I might put it on. But anyways, but, so it's just a bunch of bullshit. Just, stop being so fucking sensitive, everybody. You can keep being dramatic though. We'll read that shit on on here. Hundred. If, and here's here's all right we're gonna secret time all right so don't let anyone else listen if we post something and it's funny and we're making fun of you it means we like you it's very true it means that we trust like we're you're in our circle of friends and we can give you a hard time without you having to go the other direction chucky love never cared about the other videos i made about him calling yeah. him a goat yeah no no one ever got hurt about that so let, let's just stop we're all on the same team we're all friends and if we make a video making fun of you it's just because we like you yes it's it's That's it. it's our secrets out it's secret is language. out and now we're done yeah, it's so. a love language. I don't, I mean, I just don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get the sensitivity nowadays, Sean. When did people stop laughing? I don't know. Where has all the laughter gone, Sean? I don't know. I'm cueing the rap horn, though, tonight. Cue it. <laughs> I don't know why you keep turning it off. It's, it's just for the dramatic reading. Oh, okay. Let's keep it. All right. So you can reach us at Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Big Ass Cornhole. And Facebook at Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors. Visit dragonbagswithaz.com. Drop code BIGASP12 at checkout. Save yourself some money in cornholecoffee.com and get yourself some beans. Two hands at a time. Code BIGASP will save you money. Blackjackcornhole.com for the sexiest bags in the game. Use code BIGASP10. Or I'm sorry, big ask for 10% off. Don't forget about Black Sheep Baggers. Go to blacksheepbaggers.com. Use code big ASP. And last but not least, Gnarly Boards. Go to gnarlybags.com. Use code big ASP for 10% off and grab yourself or your loved one an amazing set of boards. And there is a last but not least. Let's not forget big D bags. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Big D bags. Don't be one. Throw them. Hell yeah. Um, Patreon. Um, special Patreon shout out again to Peyton Brewer Ross, man. Uh, if his family, friends, loved ones, uh, if you're listening to this, man, our hearts go out. And again, we're going to try to find a way that we can uh, give back. But he was a loyal Patreon member. Um, he was on several happy hour or uh, happy hour calls with us. Super funny dude. Um, I believe he was a new dad as well. Um, so it kind of, it just breaks my heart, but he's super cool dude. Uh, if you're interested in getting bonus content, um, anything like that, it doesn't feel like the right time to kind of promote it, but it does. Um, Patreon.com slash big ass portal. And, uh, yeah, we'll yeah there. so we're sure. gonna wrap it up there. It's been kind of a weird episode ups and downs prayers with, uh, our, the maniacs up in Maine, the Cornell community, um, thinking of all you guys. And if there's any way we can help, please reach out and, um, yeah, we'll end it there. Sounds good, brother. All right. Well, as always, we hope you throw it straight. And it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later.